If you stand for something, if you are passionate about something, a lot of times you get a pat on the back for it. If you are passionate about maybe cleaning the place up, maybe you become a plogger and you're passionate about cleaning up your community and you buy a pair of gloves and you carry around a bag as you go for a walk or a jog and you pick up garbage as you go throughout the area, hoping that that will keep people from wanting to throw garbage on the ground afterward. You're less apt to throw garbage down where something is already seen as being very clean. So maybe that's what you do. If you are someone who speaks out for children, a lot of times you are seen as heroic. But there are certain times where if you speak out, you get lumped into a group that actually gets criticized for it. And in doing some research after what happened yesterday on the Craig Needle Show, this is kind of what we have uncovered. If you missed it, Abby McCaig was on the Craig Needle Show yesterday. And Abby drives around in a vehicle that has a number of bumper stickers on the back. And Abby had said the whole idea with messages is to get people to think. And if they're ready for a change in their life, this might be just a sign that they are looking for. Well, Abby went on to tell her story that she had somebody pull up and yell all kinds of rude things out his window. And she was kind of taken aback by that. And so she talked about it. And then we talked about it. And now we're going to take this a step further because when it comes to, say, veganism or animal activism, it seems as though people get really upset if they're on the other side. Now, we again, I'll point to the emails we've received since talking yesterday on London Live the idea that we have had all kinds of protests in the past and, uh, you know, there are animal activist groups that are responsible for it. They'll go to schoolyards. We had, even just earlier today, Matt pointed out the seals at Storybook Gardens. I remember the mink story from two years or 20 years ago, two years ago, 20 years ago, where a bunch of activists decided to let out a bunch of mink in the wintertime. Most of them died. And maybe that helps to give some people a bad name. Maybe that's why we need divisions in the animal activism game. The people who are not doing their research and the people who are actually just speaking out as anybody else would be who's passionate about something. Well, we're going to talk about research into this because as strange as it is to find out, research has been done about this about animosity toward vegans or people who are speaking out on behalf of animals. Can research indicate that people supporting a vegan lifestyle is what raises the temperature of people who do not support that? Well, please welcome to London Live Dr. Becky Choma, Associate Professor of Psychology at Ryerson University. Dr. Choma, where do you want to begin? Uh, Okay, so there's uh, several things that I think are going on, and one of the things might stem from the fact that there is an increase in people who are adopting a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle. So what's something that kind of seems sort of odd or rare to encounter is becoming more prevalent, Uh, and it is documented. We know that, you know, consistent with what you're seeing with maybe some of the emails you're getting back, people do hold negative attitudes towards vegans. So people tend to perceive this group as very self-righteous, and annoying. Um, there's some research that has looked at attitudes towards these groups and found that 
compared to attitudes towards a whole host of other groups that people tend to hold negative attitudes towards, like immigrants, uh, blacks. The only group that was rated more negatively than vegans were drug addicts. Uh, so I think part of this stems from the idea that people perceive vegans as doing the right thing, uh, right? They kind of, they're taking the moral high ground and that can be very threatening to people. Interesting. Uh, and, yeah, and vegans themselves are obviously perceiving this, uh, which is exhibited in that article by the woman who uh, was uh, harassed uh, on several occasions. So we know, for example, that vegans, about 25% of them in one particular survey by Tara McInnes and Gordon Hodson, found that 25% of vegans said that their friends kind of decreased contact with them when they found out that they were vegan. And about 67% of vegans report experiencing this kind of discrimination on a regular basis. So people are ruder to them and other sorts of kind of low-lying, low-intensity experiences. Um, and other people have even said that they were not hired or are pretty sure they weren't promoted in their jobs because they're vegan. So why is this happening? And there's this literature is emerging, but there's about three sort of explanations that are, people come back to. Uh, the first one has to do with what's called this communal food hypothesis. So when we get together, we eat together. It's not just about eating. This is about fellowship um, and camaraderie. And when you have someone who has an alternative diet, then you perceive them not just as rejecting the food, but kind of rejecting the sort of extension of fellowship. Hmm. Like they're seen as an obstacle to us, you know, having a kind of cohesive, uh, enjoyable group experience. And could this go uh, to just even beyond veganism? Could it go to the gluten-free lifestyle or, you know, different allergies yeah. and things like that? Would, would that also kind of fall under the same umbrella? So there's some stuff that's looked at that. Those other things tend to not, those people don't experience the same level of prejudice because that's perceived as outside of their control. But if you're a vegan, you're making a conscious, often moral decision to not eat meat, although there's increasing people that are not eating meat for climate change reasons. Um, but that's, that's different than someone that has like a food allergy that's outside of their control. But there are people that have food allergies that also complain about that or, or experience the same thing. Um, so there's this, this notion that you're kind of disrupting, uh, you know, this sort of positive social gathering. Another thing is called, what we call in psychology is cognitive dissonance. And this is when our attitudes, our, our behaviors don't match up. And when those things are inconsistent with each other, it's really uncomfortable for, uncomfortable for us psychologically, and we want to balance them out. So what happens is people know that they love animals, or a lot of people love animals, but then they eat them. And it's hard to reconcile that. So one way that people do that is sort of limiting or decreasing their concern for animals, right? Because animals aren't the same as humans. They're subhuman. Uh, you know, they, they don't subscribe to the same rules. I don't have to worry about them as much as I would uh, people. And there's a really good book that's coming out in December that is written by or edited by Christoph Daunt, who's at Kent in the UK, and Gordon Hodson, who's at Brock. Uh, and the book's called Why We Love and Exploit Animals, and it explores this question uh, in greater detail. Um, and this is probably like with specifically with that news story. Those stickers are a big reminder for people uh, that maybe we should be caring about animals, and that's hard to reconcile with the fact that you, you are eating meat. Um, so there's kind of this kind of psychological imbalance. Uh, and the last explanation is just that it's threatening, right? We have kind of social and cultural norms, and people that are vegan are threatening those. We've always, you know, supposedly eaten meat. And these are huge 
um, components of our tradition. So, for example, we just celebrated Thanksgiving. Turkey is essential to Thanksgiving. Um, and it's really hard for people to think about what Thanksgiving would look like if we didn't have turkey. Uh, so that's really threatening in terms of you're trying to change my way of life. You're trying to change that I do things. And we're, we're generally people are not comfortable with that. We're talking with Dr. Becky Choma, Associate Professor of Psychology at Ryerson University. Is this something that actually is studied? Yes. So there are a growing number of researchers, and they primarily are people that traditionally study intergroup relations. So these are researchers that are really interested in how people from different racial groups and ethnic groups and religious groups get along. And one of the things that they're noticing now is that there is an increase uh, or more documented prejudice towards people who have different diets, in particular, vegans. So there are, there are, you know, kind of increasing number of people that are studying this. It's sort of one of the last acceptable prejudices, that it's okay for people to treat this group uh, very poorly, which is obviously, I don't think it is, um, but we feel people tend to feel justified in, you know, throwing meat at this woman's car and screaming obscenities at her because of her, her choice. Yeah. One of the things we had mentioned yesterday was that females who maybe are, are vegans or promote a vegan lifestyle, they actually face more criticism than maybe males do. Yeah, and I think there is something in the literature to suggest that, that women, uh, women who are vegan are probably more likely to experience uh, discrimination and be the recipients of this kind of behavior than men. Um, and probably because they are more likely to sort of exemplify certain characteristics of what people tend to associate with vegans in terms of being self-righteous or being kind of weak, uh, not sort of strong, robust uh, people. Um, so because they ex- exemplify that stereotype, they're more likely to be targeted. Sure. Well, we really appreciate all of the insight and sharing the research that has been done. One more time with the book, if somebody wanted to read a little bit more about it. So the the book that's coming out is called Why We Love and Exploit Animals. And this is a book that's edited by Christoph Daunt and Gordon Hodson. And it's coming out this uh, December, if anybody wants to check it out. Dr. Choma, thank you so much for all of your time today. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Dr. Becky Choma, Associate Professor of Psychology at Ryerson University. So there is research that shows that vegans get targeted, that animal activists get targeted, and maybe this lends itself to another question. How do you raise awareness about something without getting in somebody's face? And we've seen this throughout history in religious wars, right? But we see it now with regard to how people feel others should be acting, what they should be doing, what they should not be doing.